a full-scale, all-hands-on-deck, monumental change in how we live on the planet. That's what's being called for. In early October, the UN Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change released its new assessment about global warming, and it was foreboding to say the least. It warns that action on carbon dioxide emissions is needed now, not in 30 years, not in 10, but right now. And the consequences if we don't act, well, they're bad, very bad. It's difficult to hear this news. Some might feel paralyzed and powerless to do anything about a problem so massive and resign themselves that the planet is doomed and there's nothing we can do about it. But that's not the way Max Boykoff reacts. He sees possibility. So this report is a wake-up call, absolutely, no doubt about it. And some people will respond to that wake-up call in ways that aren't productive. But I think for the most part, the opportunities that emanate from this wake-up call are at least exciting to me. Dr. Boykoff is a professor of environmental studies at the University of Colorado in Boulder. He also directs the Center for Science and Technology Policy Research. The IPCC report shocked him by the high stakes of not taking action. The longer we wait to address these problems, the more difficult and costlier they're going to be to solve. That said, he has an effusive optimism that's contagious, and it seems to be rubbing off on his students who are studying about climate change and the environment. He's finding that many young people are engaged and eager to figure out how they can productively tackle the many problems global warming presents. Students like Sarah Gunther, who is an environmental design major, She's clear that we need to rapidly enact changes to be able to make a dent in carbon levels. Um, I think really a lot of this change is, is going to come from the people. It's going to come from within. It's going to start with communities and um, the banding together of others to try to make the change possible from within because I think that that's the most effective way to change. Chris McCaffrey, who's studying geology and the environment, says that the changes start on the individual level. I think it's easy to forget how easy some of these changes are that can make a massive difference. So like, just stop eating meat. It's not hard, but it has such a massive impact on the environment for so many reasons, whether it be food productivity, whether it be carbon um, and greenhouse gas emissions. According to Boykoff, eating foods like meat that are higher up in the food chain increases global warming because they have higher carbon footprints than plants. Three years ago in Paris, 190 countries agreed to try to keep global warming at no more than 1.5 degrees Celsius. But the recent panel of 90 scientists noted how we have already passed the one degree mark and the consequences of going above 1.5 are extremely serious. Increased risk of extreme weather events, food scarcity, severe droughts in some places, and heavier precipitation in others, just to name a few. Predictions like these worry freshman Amalia Camlet, who is majoring in biology and environmental studies. Her reaction to the IPCC report is mixed. I'm terrified. I'm terrified of the fact that if we get two degrees Celsius, we will have less than 99% of the coral reefs left. It's terrifying that this is happening. Um, but I also have an optimistic view. Amalia thinks that one of the best ways she can contribute as an individual is through education, and she's hoping to become a science teacher to do just that. The students' perspectives are not focused only on their own lifestyles and futures. They talked about the effects of global warming on those who are less advantaged. Climate justice is important to Lillian Hotz, who is studying political science in addition to the environment. I think that's something that we really need to consider, especially when we're looking at the difference in the people or the countries that are producing carbon and pollution and the countries who are largely going to have to be responsible for its reduction. Michael Jacobs, who is also studying geology, agrees. The one 
thing that is most important to me with this whole subject of climate change and uh, ecosystem degradation is the idea of climate justice. Third world countries, people facing poverty, subsistence farming, people whose lifestyles revolve around this, they're going to be hit the hardest. Professor Boykoff said he is really encouraged by the ways in which his students have responded to the challenges. They aren't just throwing up their hands and giving up. However, he adds that there is no silver bullet to solve all our problems. Rather, we need silver buckshot. We need many different tactics to curb global warming. Each of us has to do our own part in our individual lives, but even more is needed. I think it is really important to, you know, not just frame this as how individuals can take action in their lives. This has to scale up. The scale of the response needs to meet the scale of the challenge. So collective action is critically important. After speaking to Professor Boykoff and his students, it's easier to see the IPCC report as presenting opportunities, even if, as Amalia Kamlet said, we can feel terrified but optimistic. In Boulder, Colorado, for H2O Radio, I'm Jamie Sudler.